Are you afraid of hearing no? Well, you honestly shouldn't be. That's what we were covering on episode 10 of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is sponsored in part by Jared James Coaching for Real Estate Agents. If you're a real estate agent listening to this podcast, you probably understand how to sell. You know when you are across a dining room table from a potential customer, that listing is probably going to come your way. The issue is how do you structure your business in order to get to that that dining room table more often. As a former top agent himself, Jared James has the tools to help you create the business that you want to own. They will help you put the systems in place where you can spend more time doing what really matters, which is creating sales. Go to jaredjamestoday.com and set up a time to have a consultation. And from there, they will be able to guide you towards running a business rather than just running around. Hey, salespeople, welcome to the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. I'm Red Staffstrom, and I'm here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Now, I want to bring up, this is episode 10. Um, It's a mini milestone. It's the first of many. Uh, I started this podcast roughly a month ago um, that we launched our first episodes on January 2nd, 2020. And I want to invite you guys to do the same. I want you guys, whatever your area of expertise is, whether it's sales or something else, I want to invite you to start doing a podcast yourself. And there's a very specific reason to that. I want you to do it because it helps you be seen and also helps you feel like an expert in your field. It makes it so people understand and can see that you really know what you're talking about. And then that feeling that you're able to talk about this subject for hours and hours and hours and still provide worthwhile content, by doing that, it's much easier to convince others and have that confidence in front of them that you are the real expert. So. I don't want to miss this milestone and I don't want to miss the opportunity to give you guys some advice. I mean, the worst advice is advice, I know. Um, But I want to recommend starting your own podcast because it has been, I don't want to say transformative um, quite yet, but I can see it going in that direction. Um, It's something that you can do generally with an hour a week and can change your outlook on life. So. Episode 10, now on to the important stuff, the reason why you really clicked on this and the reason why you're listening to it to begin with. Are you afraid of hearing no? Now, we can't handcuff ourselves when we talk to customers. We can't let ourselves be led down the path where 50% of answers are disastrous. No is not a brick wall. No is more like a slalom flag. All it should do when you hear it, it shouldn't trigger up these feelings of rejection and tighten up that knot between your shoulder blades. What a no should do is help you direct the conversation. Now, I want to think about you to think about the last call you had with a telemarketer. That call that you got 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, and you pick up the phone, it's a number you don't recognize, Then you hear, hey, are you free to talk right now? Um, Yeah. Do you like to sleep? 
Um, yeah. What about water? Are you a fan of water? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, if you give me your credit card information, you'll have more sleep and water. Um, no. That's the way almost every telemarketing script is written. That they are so terrified of hearing no when they ask for a credit card information that they avoid no altogether throughout the entire call. What you should be doing is embracing no because every no outlines the parameters of what you need. People are loss averse, and I've talked about this a number of times. Um, people are so loss averse that they will take those little tiny spoons because they're afraid of wasting $3 on an ice cream cone with, that's the wrong flavor. By allowing them to say no, they feel like they are limiting their own losses. So give them the option to do that. And then at the end, get the yes that you want. There's a reason I start this podcast off the same way every time. Welcome to the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I help you get to the yes the right way. I said the yes, not to a yes. All yeses are not created equal. There are many yeses that you can get that are completely counterfeit, that they're lies, that they're disingenuous. I'm not saying that your customer is a liar, but there's that social norm where you have to be likable and you have to be agreeable. And they, in order to fulfill that social norm, will smile and nod. And we've all been in those positions where you're talking to that weirdo in whatever department who's going on and on about the importance and how the anime that he likes is really a reflection of the Reagan administration or whatever he's talking about. And you're just like, oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That is not a genuine yes of agreement. That is a yes of get me the hell out of here. So not all yeses are good. In fact, many yeses are fake, they're counterfeit, they're disingenuous. Um, we've all talked to that salesperson at one point in our life where we're saying yes because they're obviously corralling questions. And when we're doing so, we're imagining hitting the guy with a shovel like he's a Looney Tunes character. That yes does not get you anywhere. But back to the avoidance of no, Go for it. Rather than giving them and corralling them into yes, 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 yes responses, give them no, 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 no questions and then ask for the yes at the end. Corral them in a way where they are disagreeing with you and they are being led down the framework towards when the final question is asked, Give me your credit card information, um, sign this agreement, whatever it happens to be, that that yes feels like a breath of fresh air. That they feel like they've been heard out the entire time. Now this isn't an easy thing to do. For years sales training has kind of cultishly dictated that you need a yes, you need a yes. The, the more they say yes, the more they'll get used to it. That's not true. The fact is that when we say yes too often, it's kind of like when you're in high school and you're filling out that exam on the Scantron form and you're seeing C, 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 C. Eventually, you get your hackles raised. We've been conditioned where once that happens, we know that we're trying to be pointed towards 
a specific solution and we fight against it. We fight against the current. However, if you hear no, 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 you're more likely to break it and be relieved when you get a yes question. So make sure that you're doing this. Make sure you're not avoiding the no's in your sales job. In fact, ask for them as often as you can. Um, I think that's one of the best and most underutilized tools in sales is asking for a no. When a customer says no, they actually feel empowered. They feel like they've cut down their risk. And we cannot stress enough how important that is for most customers. Um, customers are severely, severely, severely risk adverse. And I've talked about this before. And you notice this when they go out and get an ice cream cone. Rather than spend $3 on an ice cream that they don't actually want, They'll go and try a little spoonful of eight different flavors, that little quarter teaspoon spoonful because they don't want to risk $3 on the wrong ice cream cone. I want you to think about that because many people who listen to this are selling products that are in the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. If you are not minimizing the risk by hearing your customer out and by asking for no and giving them permission to say no when they want to, you are actually hurting your chances to convert them when you ask for, the ask for their business at the end. In fact, when you do ask for their business at the end, don't be afraid to give them the option to say no. Um, I sell, currently, I sell coaching and consulting work for real estate agents. And at the end, my close is very open-ended. It's not a trick question. I ask, is this something you're ready to move forward with? Or is it something you need to think about some more? That gives them those two shoots. They don't feel like they're being pressured into it. They either say, yes, what do I need to sign to get things started? Or no, I need to think this over. And then I hear what the no is. I hear what the objection is. And then, like that slalom flag, I could redirect my pitch in order to alleviate the risk involved with that concern that they have, whatever it may be. So I want to invite you to ask more no questions. That is the absolute 100% best way to earn your customer's trust, show a level of confidence that you have in yourself, and make happier customers with a higher retention rate. Um, if you don't do that, if you are afraid of a no, then you're going to have customers with instant pangs of regret. Um, and as I talked about in the previous episode, you need to keep, acquire, reacquire, and expand business. It's easier to lose business who feel like they've been corralled into a yes. Make sure that you are going forward and getting business the right way where they feel confident that you're not a bully tricking and manipulating them into something. Um, so once again, this has been episode 10, um, the major mini milestone for us. Um, episode 10 of the Why How Yes Sales podcast. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube or review if, uh, the podcast if you're listening to it on Apple or Overcast or any of those. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, once again, this has been Red Staffstrom, and I'll see you next time where I will continue to help you fix your broken sales skills. 
The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is also sponsored by the Jarja Media CRM. Only 12% of all real estate leads are reached out to more than three times. This means that almost 90% of all agents are throwing away thousands of dollars worth of lead generation marketing every year simply by not keeping in touch with the prospects that they already paid for. With drip campaigns that are written by one of the nation's top coaching companies, you'll be able to automate keeping potential clients in front of you for well over a year. The Jarja Media CRM will make sure that you are not leaving any meat on the bone and that the leads you are already paying for are actually turning into customers. Schedule a demo online at jarjamedia.com slash CRM.